0: What is the Great Commission and how does it apply to the church and how do we fit in? Today on Hot Topics. Hi, I'm Robert Furrow. Welcome to Hot Topics. I'm glad you found us. Consider subscribing and ringing the bell. So when we put out new videos, you get notified. Also, the comment section is open below. We would love to hear from you. Today, we want to break down the Great Commission and our part in it. Jesus met with his disciples on top of a mountain and they worshiped him. And the Bible says some of them even doubted at that point. So they were still struggling with that. But Barna research study in 2018 found that most churchgoers were not aware of the Great Commission. That's not to say that they didn't understand it or they had heard about it and didn't really have an idea what it was. But 51% were unaware. Just let that sink in for a minute. 51% of people attending churches did not know what the Great Commission was. I don't know if that's the failure of the churchgoer or the church, or perhaps a mixture of both of them. Someone looking for a church that doesn't have one of their main emphasis on the Great Commission. A lot of churches today are bound up in a lot of the meism. It's about me. And even the studies, they're looking for things that apply to us. And it's important for us to understand that Jesus did come to call people and to work personally in their lives. Jesus said, come unto me all of you who are weary and heavy laden and I'll give you rest. Jesus said, drink of this water and you'll thirst again, but drink of the water that I give you and you'll never thirst again. He also said, I am the bread of life And whoever comes to me will never hunger. And whoever believes in me will never thirst. And that's all very personal and that's powerful. But the Bible teaches us that when we come to Christ, we are now doing the work that he has called us to do. The Bible compares us to athletes and to soldiers who are so focused on what our call is, but not for earthly things, but for heavenly things. Jesus said, you wanna be my disciple? Then pick up your cross, deny yourself and follow me. And that's what we in the church are called to do. We are victorious on the call of God when we are taking the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. Listen to these words that Jesus gave his disciples right before his ascension. In Mark 16, 15, we are told, go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. In John 20, 21 and 22, Jesus said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit becomes a big part of our call and the work that we do for the gospel. And in Acts 1.8, he said, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you to be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. Again, the work of the Holy Spirit, drawing people to Christ and helping us to be able to be led to share Christ and bear witness for him. So we come now to the Great Commission. That's found in Matthew 28:16 through 20. And we have the setting in the first two verses. Then the 11 disciples went into Galilee to a mountain which Jesus had appointed for them. When they saw him, they worshiped him." This is a main key in his deity to worship anything other than God, to worship another person or being that isn't God is idolatry. And they worshiped him, but some of them it says doubted. And then Jesus said, "'All authority has been given to me in heaven and in earth. The commission that he's about to give, he wants to let them know that Jesus has all authority. When we are going out with the message of the gospel, our feet prepared with the message of Christ, when we're letting people know about Christ living in us and giving them opportunities to give their lives to Jesus, we have the authority of Christ behind us. This is important because it lets us know that we will be successful. Remember, Jesus said of the church, I will build it on this rock and I give you the keys to the kingdom and the gates of hell will not prevail against us. And that's partly because Jesus has all authority and we're going out in his name. He then says in verse 19, go therefore and make disciples of all nations. Three things, go, we need to go out and do it. That might mean that you're a part of a church that is doing it. It might mean that you go as a missionary somewhere, but we are to go therefore and make disciples. That's the call. Our call isn't just to fill up churches. Our call isn't just to have a successful ministry, but we actually need to make disciples. And it says of all nations. That word for nations there in the Greek can also be translated Gentiles. And so there's some controversy. Is it all nations? Is it all people? The idea is that we take the gospel everywhere. Like it says in Mark 16, preach the gospel to every creature. Then he goes on in verse 19, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Here we learn that after they receive the gospel of Jesus Christ, that they are to be baptized. We know that we are not baptized for salvation, but it is something that a saved individual does. And baptism is something that every disciple needs to do. And we're to baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And here we have Jesus giving us almost an introduction to the Trinity. That we have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and they are to be baptized in their name. It's not the name of Jesus. There's the Jesus-only people who believe that you have to be baptized in the name of Jesus, otherwise you're not saved. But remember, the name Jesus wasn't even used more than 400 years ago. So all of those people before that time would not have been able to be saved. They use the Greek word Issus, and also Joshua, the Hebrew word and other forms in other nations. In fact, almost every language has its own unique name for Jesus. So when he said in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son and in the name of the Holy Spirit, that's how he wants us to baptize people. And then we are to teach them to observe all the things that I've commanded you so we make disciples and then there is the teaching platform that comes from the church one of the things that god did was give gifts to men and teachers were among them and we are to teach them to observe everything that jesus has taught and finally he says and lo i am with you always even until the end of the age that here we are two thousand years after jesus and we're still preaching the gospel making disciples baptizing them teaching them and jesus is here with us now doing that work in fact we know that jesus said when you gather together where two or three of you gather together i am there in your midst and he's there in our midst with the authority that he has couple of thoughts in closing this is a great commission to individuals to be sure but it's two individuals within the church so if you have isolated yourself and not become part of the church, then finding a good Bible teaching church that you can be a part of that, that brings the work of the great commission and sees people come to Christ, baptizes them and teaches them is so important because we work together. The Bible says in first Peter chapter four, that as you have received a gift, minister that to one another. It's important for us to remember that and to know that this great commission is not only for all believers, but it's for all believers during the entire church age and that Jesus is with us all the way until the end. If you've liked this video, then click the like button. We'll see you next time on Hot Topics.